0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Hazy Daisy, the K-pop podcast. Um first of all, I'd like to say I did close my Instagram page just because I didn't want to deal with having an extra Instagram page. Um how's everyone doing in quarantine? I'm doing okay, I guess. You know, you have to stay busy, but it's kind of it's kind of hard not being able to go anywhere. And so, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts myself. Um, there's quite a few that I like. I definitely like any Dive Studios podcast. Um, please make sure to go check those out on Spotify. They are very, very fun to listen to. Um, today I will be going over BTS's Map of the Soul 7. And this is going to be a long one because there are 20 tracks on the album. Um, now it was a repackaged album. It did have five of the songs from Persona, so I will be going over those as well, and I will go over the two songs that were not on this. So it starts off with, um, number one, Intro Persona, which was the uh, RM's solo rap track on Persona. Um, I enjoyed it very much, and it has a... it's it's definitely, it's very unique, the rap style to RM. He has his very his very own specific style and how he raps, and it has very nice flow to it throughout the whole song. And it's about it's him finding who he is, his persona. Talks about has to find his self and state. It's a statement of who he is, which I thought was very good. It held very. It held a lot of. To me, it held a lot of elements of RM's old music, and I absolutely adore him as a rapper. I love all of his solo work, even his earlier stuff. Um, and then, of course, Mono. And what was the last... I don't remember what his solo rap track was called in Wings, but I know he had one on there as well. They All the members did. Um, in this album, they all had... There's solo tracks, well, a handful of them, while in Love Yourself Answer, there were a few, isn't Serendipity one of them, and then of course Jin's Euphoria, no, Jin's Epiphany and Jungkook's Euphoria, and um, yeah, so it was another good rap track. Anything that RM does tends to be... You can basically say that it's going to be really good. Alright, now track number two on this is Boy With Love. Now, if you've heard basically anything for BTS, you've probably heard Boy With Love featuring Halsey. Now, this one got huge recognition in the United States as well as, obviously, overseas. Um, they performed it at... Was it Billboard Music Awards? I think so. With Halsey. And then it was performed. I think it was performed on like the season finale of The Voice. And things like that. And it's been performed because it was the title track on Persona. It's very upbeat. And Halsey's voice, of course, is absolutely gorgeous. And she fit with the boys. Very, very well for this track. It was, um, since? I think this is the last collab that BTS did. I don't know if it was Wasted on Me with Steve Aoki, or if it was uh, Idol with Nicki Minaj. I don't remember which one went first. But again, it was opened a huge door into um, having collaborations with American artists. And then recently they came out, before Map of the Soul 7, they came out with Who!, and, no, well, no, Lauv came out with Who, and it was featuring BTS, and that one was very good, too. I love Lauv. As a singer, I'm probably saying his name wrong, but, oh well. Um, Track three was Make It Right. Now, this was one of the very first BTS songs that I bought on iTunes. I think Idol was the first, and then, like, this was, like, the second one or something. Um, Make It Right is about a love that had kind... Not left, but faded a little. And how he doesn't... They finally... They finally started talking about it, and it came to a head. And he talks about how he'd want to make it right with her again, love, her, him, whoever it is, more. Now, they did release a remix of this featuring Lauv. They've done, that's the second collaboration that they've done with him. Um, and it was very good as well, and it had the English lyrics in it for the second part of the song, which you could really get a lot of the meaning from that, especially if you don't speak Korean. Um, this song has, it's a very... Breathy. It's very high pitched. It's kind of in Jimin's vocal range. I want to say very up there, very pitched. It's a beautiful song. Um, I loved listening to this song when I would drive somewhere, and it'd be like a, it'd be like the sun would be setting, and the sky is like that orangey pink tone. And just having that song playing in the background is just it just makes everything so beautiful and so ethereal, and it's just. It's a different experience for sure, and it can be a very emotional song if you're caught off guard listening to it. Um, but it's another another gem, of course. Um, the second one was "Jamais Vu," and I'm pretty positive that's French, but I don't know. And it's about searching for a solution to, I don't remember exactly, to a lost love or to here, why don't I look it up? It's about searching for a solution. They ask to find a remedy, find a melody, find a something to fix it. That song has, it's another slow song and it can get you very, very in your feels if you are not careful, let me look it up here. Jamai lyrics. Another very, it's another mostly a vocalist song. I don't remember if it was had any rap in it. Um, I haven't listened to it in at least a few days. Um, I don't think so. Here we go. I need to... If this was truly a game, I could probably just load up again. I guess I gotta deal with this, deal with this real world. That's Cook's line. Then it'd be better if it was a game because it pains me so much. Oh, that's right. This one was about um, blaming yourself and... Wanting to please someone, but not being able to. And losing your love of life, basically. Losing the zeal for life in a way that you're just living like it's just one gray fog. They're asking, please give me a remedy. A remedy that will make my heart beat again. Please save me. Give me another chance. It can be if you read the lyrics. You can be very, very. Um, you could get you could get quite in your feels. Doing that, Re- listening to this song. It's another very slow song. It's very soft. It wasn't super upbeat, you know. Beautiful, soft vocals. Definitely, v- I really liked uh, V's vocals when he's singing it. Very soft. It's another one that I'd put on, like, the Sunset Drive playlist. So then it goes from (laughs) the two soft songs into Dionysus. Now, Dionysus is the Greek god of wine and partying, which makes it, obviously, a very upbeat song, talking about drinking and partying and basically just living it up. The dance to this song was very, very intense. They performed that at was it 2019, 2020? I don't remember what year. The latest Mama awards. And they performed it. They each had their like solo like dance stages. And then they like came together and performed Dionysus. Um it was very intense, very strong. The choreography is normally done at one like long banquet table. It gives me like Jesus and his disciples Last Supper vibes, or like if you look at old paintings of what they thought the Greek gods were like, they're always sitting at this one long table, interacting with each other. It's very, very upbeat and exciting. Now, the next two tracks are not on Map of the Soul 7, but I will add them in just so I can cover Persona and Map of the Soul 7 and not have to talk about the same tracks again. The other two was Home and Microcosmos. Now, Home had a very big Latin music vibe, which I know appeals to a lot of people, which it... it, To be fair, it appeals to me big, too. Um, They added in a little bit of Spanish, saying Mi Casa there, because, as RM said in one of his lives, that saying My Home, My House, wouldn't have sounded quite as good as Mi Casa. Definitely has some good rap. This vibe fits uh, J-Hope very, very well. He's always fit in, like, for the Latino vibes, like... Also, in Airplane Part Two, that that whole the whole vibe of those songs is just very Latino, very has just that feel to it that you just can't quite get from other music. And I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that Home was one of my favorite tracks. i compared to the others, it was probably one of my lower on the list, but I did still enjoy it very very much. Then the other track was Microcosmos, and that is still, to this day, one of my all-time favorite BTS songs. It's talking about, even if you're just a person, when you're together, you can shine. And this could be, you're listening to it and you're thinking of the person you love, your spouse, partner, whatever, or you could be thinking, or it was a song that could be between BTS and Army, talking about how when you're you shine, everyone's a beautiful soul. Everyone is so special, no matter who you are, and you can shine. And the song with uh, the way the piano goes in the beginning and the fast notes, it sounds. How do I put it in Korean? Would be banjak banjak, which would be. Glittering or sparkling. It sounds like something would be shining It's very upbeat and it's, it's a you get to the chorus There's a you got me reg- Then I got you and it's a very It makes you feel at home. It can be very emotional or it can be exciting depending on how you feel and It is a very very Exciting song for me and it's still one of my favorite bts songs possibly my favorite and i've listened to it on repeat ever since it came out so that was those were the two songs they are not included on map of the soul 7 um but they are on persona and they are both exceptional tracks but i guess they didn't i don't know if they didn't quite fit in with the vibe of this or they just didn't want to put all 22 songs On there, so, the next track, hold on, an ad is covering my track list. Um, the next track is On, I believe. It's either On or Black Swan. There's an ad covering my list of the track list. So, anyway, On was, um... You know, we should start with Black Swan, since they released that first. Black Swan, they released first, I want to say, over two weeks. Over two weeks before they released the rest of the album. And they performed it on Jimmy Kimmel, I believe, live. And, um or shows like that, it started with, it didn't start with the music video of the boys, it started with a Kinetic Manifesto film, where they collabed with a, I want to say it was Austrian, some form of, I don't know it was European, it was Austrian or German, dance crew, and they had the song playing, and they danced to it, and in the dance, it was kind of a dark room, with all I want to th- it was like the main dancer his movements were very i want to say bird like and you know swan like um and they were very very it was a very emotional dance and it ended up being, they they incorporated the wings concept again with it. If you look at some of their concept photos, they have the black wings. And it was that he was the different swan. You know what the black, like the black swan, if you read the ugly little duckling kind of thing, that he doesn't fit in while still being beautiful, doesn't fit in with the rest. And it was, they were taking, holding him down, wouldn't let him fly. And that's kind of, I want to say it's kind of people's expectations of you. Like, don't let you shine in a specific way. You can do all these certain things, but other people will hold you back, which is very true. And so that was the idea of Black Swan. It was definitely not my favorite song on Map of the Soul 7. It was good. I mean, everything BTS releases, basically, is very good. But in comparison to all the other tracks, it wasn't my favorite. Oh, this would be a lot less awkward if I had someone here talking to me. Um, that's right. Before, I skipped ahead because my track list wouldn't come through. Before Black Swan was released, the first one released for Map of the Soul 7 was Shadow, Interlude Shadow, which was Yoongi's solo rap track. Shuga Shuga solo rap track. And if you watch it, it gave me very, very dark vibes. If you watch the music video, it was very, very dark and it was scary. And it was that he has the fame, but the bad things that happen within that, um, you know, like it showed hotel doors with people staring at them and cameras on them all the time. And, like, the price of fame with, like, eyes being on you all the time. Like, he's gotten his dream. And his lyrics are saying, don't let me fly. He's afraid. Don't let me shine. But then he also wants to be the top. Wants to be the king. It's that co- It's that conflict from... He, you get your... You've gotten the fame. But... It... There's also a price. Fame comes with a price, obviously. So it was very emotional. Of course, it has very, very... It can be... It was, like, mellow at first, and then it, like, very intense. And, you know, Jungi has has this way of making his... Making his... Rapping very intense. And you can... It's very emotional, and you can feel it. If you've ever listened to any of his mixtape, August D, it was all... It's... He has this way of making you feel, like, the anger or the sadness that he's feeling. And it's a very... For getting a message across like BTS does, it's very useful. Very useful. And then, the, um... Before Black Swan as well, after Shadow, before Black Swan, I did everything out of order, um, was Ego. Or oh, is it Outro Ego? Now? Yeah, it's outro ego now. But it was released before and that was J-Hope's solo track. J-Hope's solo rap track and as a in a complete opposite to Jungi's J-Hope's was very very upbeat, very It was very J-Hope. It it resembled a lot what he did on his mixtape Hope World. Um, every time I've mentioned their solo tracks, I've mentioned their mixtapes. It's because they each have their own specific way of rapping. And Ego was very upbeat, and I wanted to say it almost had, like, that soul vibe. Like, if you ever go back and listen to Mama, that's um his solo song on Wings. It has, I want to say, like, that old gospel vibe. Something that you, like, that you could just feel, like, being played. And people just, like, having this, like, spiritual reaction to it. And if you listen to, like, old-time gospel, I want to say from, like, the 80s and 90s, that really upbeat gospel music. Any- everything that Elvis Presley was into, it has those vibes, and it just makes you feel very excited. It makes you feel so happy. And in the music video itself, it's all, you know, then again, again, bright colors, very J-Hope. Anything about J-Hope, it's bright colors, lots of yellows, and um, they had baby pictures of him. Where they replicated the clothes he was wearing. Which was very nice for the whole music video. I know that in bo- all three. The manifesto film. Shadow and Ego. Army. The armies that make theories. Were coming up with these insane connections. Between all these things. And all the old tracks and all that. And I do not have the intelligence. Or brain capacity to do that. I know that they're finding connections, but I I don't see those things. If you ever want to, if you're ever bored, which you may be in quarantine right now, and you may be very bored, please go and check it out, because read some of those theories, because they will absolutely blow your mind. Oh, this is going to be a long podcast. I still have many tracks to go over. (laughs) Um next i want to do let's see on all right on was i guess the title track for the whole thing they released like two music videos yeah they released two music videos for it one was like it told a story which the mm, the theories from that there was like a no there's noah's ark and maze runner and game of thrones i believe and like Hear no evil, speak no evil, and all these different things were involved. All these different things were involved with this music video, and it was visually, visually beautiful. You had Namjoon with all the animals in front of the ark, and I think Jungkook died at one point. But then there was, like, the uh crown of thorns thing, and he, like, went into the water, and people were connecting that back to the Bible, and Jesus being baptized, and you could see Jungkook's tattoos, which, that's a plus. It was very, 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 there's a lot going on. You'd have to, you'd have to be really into it, and you'd have to really, really watch the music over and over to get, like, all the references in it. And, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a theorist army, I can't even begin to come up with these things or see these things. I just read them and have my mind blown. Then the second music video was... just a dance performance video. I know they had backup dancers. On... the dance for On was very intense. They put like... everything. It was one of those super... intense choreographies and it was absolutely amazing. Um, In the pre-chorus... Uh No, 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 no not the pre-chorus The bridge in on And they had Jungkook singing very, very high vocals And he really showcased his voice there And the drums in the background And them playing the drums Them banging the drums It all like came together And it was just like this powerful song And it's about Yes, this is the, what I'm doing Maybe hard Might bring me pain But you know what? Bring it on and that's basically like that one for me embodied a lot like BTS's whole like their whole ah what I wanna do their whole message, like do what you want. And they struggled a lot coming to where they are. They worked very hard and just that kind of mentality is like if that was more widespread, I feel like this world would be better off. <gasps> So yes, and there's two videos for that one. Both were visually amazing. The boys dressed in white. It was absolutely beautiful. The dancing was amazing. I know what, what else can you expect from BTS, truthfully? I mean, period. Um, Move on from on, and then we have all the extra tracks. All the B-side tracks that definitely deserve more recognition than a lot of B-side tracks do. Um, Although I think Filter is one of the most streamed solo songs on Spotify or something now. I don't remember. Anyway, Filter. Jimin's solo song. And it's about... For me it had two meanings. Uh, You know, Filters see you... You... see you. (laughs) You can see... See things differently when you look through certain filters on a camera. And so for me it was two things. He wants to be your filter. Help you see the world in a different light. Which is very... Has very good meaning to it. And then also it was I will change to be what makes you happy kind of thing. Which and not in that way because changing for people to make other people happy is wrong. I believe so. It's kind of mentally damaging. No, but um, is he wants to be something that can be a certain type of filter that can make you see the world maybe in a more positive light. And it just has a very Jimin vibe to it. And he's so positive. I want to say I don't want to say all the time because you don't you don't know people, but he's very positive and he loves to s- see things in a positive light and he's just such an angel and moving on to the vocals of course it's jimin he has a very high sweet voice so it's very high pitched it's one of those songs that i it's one of those songs that when you go unless you have a very very good singing voice if you try to sing along with it you're gonna kind of struggle because jimin's pitch is just very up there it had, it had like that plucky little, I don't want to say Latino again, but I don't know, it had like that plucky little guitar in the background, kind of like a guitar mandolin mix vibe in the background, and it was very, it's kind of one of those upbeat ones, but not like you want to get up and dance, more like a kind of a groove, it's something the one I put on like the driving playlist, it's just kind of calm, upbeat, kind of song, um, Again, very good. A+. plus. Most of... I think it's beat streaming things on Spotify or other platforms again. Which a lot of Jimin, other, Jimin's other solo songs have done that. As well as V's. Um, Not surprised. Just because his voice is just so calming. And I cannot wait to see when he dances to it. If they ever do it in concert. Which, sure they will. After all the... Social gathering stuff is over. Now, <coughs> excuse me. The next solo solo track can't speak English is my time, which um oh what is the shija I Had to read the Hanguk for that shija my time, which is Jungkook's solo song. Um, definitely wasn't as, to me, I haven't listened to it very much, but it definitely wasn't as upbeat as, I want to say, Euphoria was, but Jungkook, it's like, his voice isn't quite as deep as V's, and it isn't as high as Jimin's, his voice is, I I want I don't want to say it's nothing, it's definitely very special, but it's more classic, it's not very pitched or very low, it's just like a nice, solid, middle, classic sound and again my time basically my time to shine you know read the title another good jungkook solo song um his solo song on wings was begin and then on oh i'm losing it on answer answer love yourself answer it was euphoria and euphoria was another one of the very very popular it's one of the most popular songs from that album although i feel like all the songs on that album were very very popular um so yes another that was jungkook solo song it was good out of all the solos i wouldn't say it was my favorite my favorite is coming up but still very 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 good um, the next one I have on my list here is louder than bombs. Now I'm going to put this down right here right now um, oh my goodness, they had track info on literally all of these. I could have been doing this the whole time. You know what for ignore me, I don't know what I'm doing. Um well, the next track was louder than bombs and that is one of the absolute saddest songs i have ever heard <laughs> it was really bad it w- made me really 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 sad um but it's also a good thing it was kind of one of those good 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 sad good ki- good kind of sad it's literally louder than bombs we cries, is Jimin's line in the chorus um and the way Jimin sings his vocals, it almost sounds like he's like crying out for help or it made it very emotional. Um, it's louder than bombs. So it means that the shouts and the cheers and their voices saying good things are louder than the bombs, the hate messages and all the bad things in this world. You just drown them out. It was a very, very sad song. When I first listened to it, of course, I cried. Absolutely bawled. Um, and then I watched the... I read the translation, like, you go on YouTube and you get the lyric videos. And I cried even more. It was one of those very, very emotional songs. Um. Which they had another one a lot like that. Involving talking about their fans. And such. Very, very emotional songs. Um. It would be one that I would not, uh, never put on like an upbeat playlist because even though the message is good, the sound of it can get you like sad very quickly. And then literally, the next track down on this list is UG, and pronounced in Hanguk is UG. Which, I don't know quite how to say It's UGH with an excitement mark. And that was a rap line track. Moving completely on the other, complete other tone from Louder Than Bombs. It is, oh here we go. The BTS rap unit shares their anger against the outside world's malicious aggression. And this is a throw it back, get up move, dance, shake what your mama gave you, song. This makes you want to get up, bust a move, put up your middle finger at someone. It's one of those, one of those songs. Um, It was co-written by RMJ, Hope, and Suga, along with Supreme Boy, which he does a lot, most of their producing. And it's a very angry song. You can get, like, back to your, like, old emo goth stage with this song. And, like, go vandalize something. D- don't do that. But it's that it's that feel. It's that anger at the outside world feel. And it's, it's an anger for a good reason. Not, they don't understand me. It's a, everyone's so aggressive. It's an anger at, like, the bad things and the hatred in the world. And so it's very... Upbeat song very growly all like a lot of the verses were like growled out for me like Suga had like this growl when he was rapping during the chorus Very very upbeat on a completely other note than louder than bombs And Then after that is moving on to zero o'clock I have not listened to this song very much, but it was another kind of... in between, kind of soft song. Um, I can't talk too much about it, like I said, I haven't listened to it as much as I say say the other, other tracks I've listened to. Uh, here we go. In the song, over a sweet melodic instrumental, see, soft, that's right. BTS' vocal unit, see, that's right. Zero Clock was the vocal unit song, while well, uh, was the um rap unit song. Anyway, um, they express their wishes for the listeners to live freely. Now, that's another, it's another one of those big BTS messages. Their message is to live exactly how you want to without having to be restricted by, it could be something restricted by, um, peer pressure from other people, by your parents, by their religious beliefs, by your country's beliefs or laws. That it's a wish for everyone to be free to live their lives to the best. And it's another, it was also uh, uh, co written by RM. What else can you expect? And it had a very, very good message, which literally, like all of BTS's music to, at this point, has just amazing messages to it. Now we're moving on to some softer songs. Um, next ch- song was V's solo song, Inner Child. Now this song, if you listen to it, just listen to it without knowing what the lyrics are, it can be kind of an upbeat, but m- like another medium-upbeat song, like Filter. Not uh-upbeat, but not I'm Gonna Cry. But if you look up the lyrics, which he obviously helped com- write and compose um, he's singing to his past self, his inner child, his past self, when he was going through hardships. Now, if you don't, if you don't know, or if you haven't thought about in a while, um, V was bullied when he was little, and he had a lot, he had a hard time, which I feel a lot of people do, not just finding your identity, especially as like a little kid, when little kids are just told they're told so much, and they're, they don't, are not allowed to discover much for themselves, who they are. They're kind of told who they are. And um, you can deal with not having an identity. Even as young as 7 or 8 years old, you can deal with not knowing what or who you want to be. And that can be very, very, very difficult. And he, of course, was bullied, and... He had a hard time with, of course. Everyone has a different perspective on life, and he has a very different perspective. He is a 4D personality, which means he sees and does things differently, and that was very hard for him. And it was hard for other people to understand. And so, basically, this is almost a this is almost a tr- a track, writing a little letter to his past self and telling him it's going to be okay. Everything's going to turn out for the better. Which is why, if you do listen to the lyrics... and actually, listen to the song. It can be one of those medium beat songs. But if you read the lyrics, it's very, very sad. But it's not just sad, but it's kind of like a comforting. Like, yes, it was sad, but it's better now. So, um, his last solo track was Singularity. And his tracks tend to have a very slow vibe to him. Because that goes with his voice. He kind of has that low not raspy but very low kind of voice and it just has it was very v the minute you hear it you just it's his style it fits with his like whole aesthetic the whole tune of it It was very sweet and then the next track was a song with chingu friends and it was a V and Jimin track. And this track is super soft and it can be sad ish. Maybe not sad. Like I wouldn't say you'd cry over it. But it can be kind of yeah, sentimental. Sentimental is the word. Very heartfelt. And it's like has a soft drum to it in the background. And it's V and Jimin singing to each other about their friendship. Basically, how they're best friends, and at the end of it, they're saying they're soulmates, and it gets kind of intimate in it, in the way that they share something about Jimin's hand, and it was like an inside joke with them, and it was just so sweet. And when I first heard that they were doing a song about like their, how friend how their friendship is, and they just kind of, they don't just sing, they kind of like sing two back and forth to each other, like a conversation. It's very sweet. And it was a great friendshipy type song, for it's. I want to say it's a little bit upbeat because it was very happy, but it was another one of those kind of like filter not upbeat upbeat, but kind of a medium vibe. Very sweet, and of course it was. Oh, it was produced by Jimin as well, produced and written by Jimin. That's sweet. Um, the next one, another solo, was. Jin's solo track, Moon, which is hands down, like, I liked Ego for rap songs, and I like I liked all the tracks. To be fair, I liked all the tracks on Map of Soul 7, but Moon was my favorite, because uh, I absolutely adore Jin's solo tracks. If you go back, I don't remember what his solo track was called, on Wings, I could probably look it up, but in, he had Epiphany which is a very, 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 very very popular song about self-love. And this track is kind of a pop-wrong, in-between, a little bit upbeat song about his love for his fans, where he calls himself the moon and his fans the earth, and he's saying he's just a moon and he lives to circle you, bring you light in your darkest times like the moon shining during the night. That whole meaning was just so poetic And of course Jin has like one of those He has such a powerful voice And so him singing something that's a little bit softer Because normally when they do their whole group songs He ends up doing like a few lines of like something super powerful But his soft vocals with like When he says moon he brings it up a little Brings like this higher pitch And it was just It was immediately my favorite track Out of all of them Here we have another, it looks like, it is another, oops, I accidentally clicked something else. Another rap line track, Respect. Um, let me look here. What do they have written for Respect Track Info? I swear, it keeps messing up. It was another rap song, obviously, talking about Respect. Or the lack of... It was RM and Suga, that's right, I couldn't remember if J-Hope was in it or not. And it was RM and Suga, and it was basically calling for respect. Basically, and of course, as soon as I see the word respect, I think of Aretha Franklin's respect. And it has the same vibe, respecting everyone for who they are and what they do. Period. And I know that BTS gets a lot of disrespect, because not only are they young but they get a lot of racism for they are Korean, etc. So, it was basically just a respect me. That's it. That's all really you need to know. Now, we're gonna... I think we'll finish with that song. Of course, I already talked about Ego On. They had the remix with Sia, which, like I said, is opening. Halsey, them doing the collab with Halsey kind of opened to more western collabs which they're good they're good and now everyone wants to collab with BTS we have been no. so it was a refix fe- featuring Sia she was in the chorus I believe singing um, I haven't listened to the remix as much as I've just listened to the title track the ab- original so um, and then for the final song we are bulletproof the eternal Now this is another weeping song, and this was supposed to be on their tour, the last song that they played. And at first, you thought, when you think, when you thought it was going to be like We Are Bulletproof Part 2, which is like, respect, uh, like one of those rap line songs, like, oh, put your middle finger up at the world, forget it, okay, boomer kind of song. We were wrong, very wrong, thinking that. Um, <laughs> we we're bulletproof. The eternal made me cry, and it's them with army about being bulletproof against the world's hatred. Can throw their stones, we aren't afraid anymore. We are, we are together, bulletproof. Bald, crying, big crying song about how BTS they were only seven only seven of them against the world, now they have all their fans, all of ARMY together with them, and oh, you know, if the when the concerts happen and they do this at the end, anyone who goes to those concerts is going to leave the place in tears. It is so sentimental, and it just shows, it just shows that BTS has such a, they have such a love for their fans. And it's like people put it down, like saying, oh, they don't love you, they don't even know you kind of thing. But for at the same time, even though you know that they don't know you personally, maybe they haven't seen your face, or they don't they don't know your name, but you're all still ARMY, and they're just so... You They make you feel loved. You listen to these kind of tracks, and you can feel it. They have a love for everyone who listens to them, and all their fans, all of ARMY, and it's just... A very 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 emotional track, and I, soon as I heard that they'd be putting that near the end, I was oh, it was gonna be a sad track. Um, it was also um, Suga, Let's see, Shuga, J Hope, and RM, um, co helped write it, which not surprised, and very, very emotional. I've said that like four hundred times. They were so, like, let's, like, sum up the album as a whole. Like, it started with, like, On, which was, like, a very upbeat, very typical BTS. Like, Idol, On, upbeat, dance kind of song. But they had so many, like, complete opposites. Like, 180s, because you go from, like, Respect and, uh, and like, all these, like, hard tracks. To the medium-ish tracks, like, Friends and Inner Child and Filter. Moon, kind of those in-between, like, good, easy-listening, you-want-to-listen-to-everyday kind of tracks. And then you have, like, the super sad tracks. It's like when you go to listen to, um, the Love Yourself Tear album. If you'd ever just, like, put in Tear, and it's, like, fake love and the truth untold and everything's, like, just so sad, and all of a sudden Ampam Man comes out of nowhere, and it's just so completely opposite. They show so extreme sides of music in this, and they didn't stick to a genre, obviously, BTS always jumps in between genres and types of music very easily, and they they nail every one of them, and they're global superstars, easy, and what can I say, they'd be doing it like nobody else, with the powerful dancing, and of course... ARMY, who got their back and can trend a hashtag on Twitter in like five minutes, which is absolutely terrifying. And then they have, of course, their voices, their talent, simply. And then they're just good people, just all around good guys. You know, they raise all the money for UNICEF, which that's insane. Um, I always very much appreciated it when people who had a lot of money or had a lot of fame used to that for the greater good. Getting involved with charities and such like that. Um, yeah. So, to sum this huge, almost hour-long podcast up... (laughs) Sis rambled a bit. Um, It was good. It got millions and millions of pre-orders. Physical pre-orders. I think over 4 million pre-orders. I do not own the physical album. Just because... It didn't fit on my shelf. It was this was too big. That album was big, but it came with like a coloring page. They're so like BTS said embrace your inner child, definitely. Um there was four versions. Again, each of the sevens was they were beautiful. The album itself was pretty, it was just huge. And so anyway, definitely if you've listened to me ramble about it for this long, check it out if you haven't. If you agree with me on that, great. If you have other opinions about it, this is just me talking about it. Um, each every each song can mean di- something different to everyone, and that's that's what music is. Everything can have a different meaning to everyone. Um, I like I said at the beginning of my video, I closed that Instagram account. I may be opening a new one under the same. Hazy underscore daisy underscore seven, but, um, probably not yet. I had, like, too many extra Instagram accounts, and I went through and I got rid of them, and besides, that one wasn't very good anyway. I messed up the algorithm or something, so the internet be like, anyway, so, yeah, if you hung out with me for almost an hour now, I hope that I have at least entertained you some during quarantine. Um, please, please, I should have said this at the beginning of the video so everyone would hear it. Stay inside, wash your hands, sing happy birthday, sing the entire rap line to a song. Um, anything to get yourself nice and clean. Stay away from people, and don't go nuts in quarantine like I have, being able to ramble on about this forever. Um, definitely try and keep yourself busy. Maybe go if you're a BTS fan, go rewatch old run BTS ones. Or like I said, if you're into podcasts, check out the other check out like Dive Studios podcasts, like Kpop pop which is ones talking about new K-pop songs that have come out and such. Um, I will be coming back with more podcasts in the next week, probably because I'm very bored in quarantine and I have plenty of time in which to record them. Um yeah. I don't know which one I'll be doing. Next, um, they kind of kind of randomize them, just whatever whatever album I'm into. If something's new, whatever album I'm into, um, a new ones that have come out would be like I did MCND and maybe NCT's Kick It, but I probably won't do that one yet because it's another full album and not a mini album, and that takes a while to go through. Um, and hopefully in my next few podcasts, I will get a little less awkward because. It's just really hard talking to yourself for this much time. And I never go back and listen to my podcast because I don't like the sound of my own voice. Um, But yeah, and if you didn't listen this far, that's fine. I don't care you are hearing this right now anyway. If you did, thank you for sticking around. I hope I entertained you. And I guess I'll see you guys on the flip side. Peace.